previously on Live at 605. And then as soon as a person walks past me... You get that hard fist. I get that hard <laughs> fist. And then I slowly open my fist. And I think to myself, like, this is all just jokes, but I'm like, what are you doing? John Mallon. Coming to you live from beautiful downtown Toronto. This is live at 6.05, and we are back on a beautiful May June. Sunday. June, sorry, June 1st. Yeah. That is why, to my left, possibly your right, we have the award winner slash brand new co-host of Live at 605, Miss Val Gomez. It's like you remembered what I said last week. Well, I was very impressed. Your first week as co-host duty, and you were posting all about it on your Facebook page. I used to do that for multiple seasons. That's true, but we got to get you back doing it more often now and stuff. <laughs> okay. Might need to have you more active on your Twitter account as well. I dig yeah, I dig yeah. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I guess it's June 1st. Mm -hmm. Craziness. We got a lot uh, action-packed episode as per usual. Mm -hmm. um, how's the day been so far for you? It's good. True to form, doing some laundry. Yeah, I feel like if this is like episode number 52 or 53, at least 14 of these episodes, we're <laughs> doing laundry during it, so... It's productive. It's how we multitask. Exactly. Last time you were doing laundry during the podcast, you had issues with somebody. Laundry though. wars. And so, here's the thing. I could be a turbo bitch, and because when I went down, all the machines were done, but they were still sitting on zero on one side... And then on the other side, the middle machine, why does somebody use the middle machine only, was on zero too. Now, I could be a turbo bitch and take out all said people's laundry. Mm -hmm. They didn't come down in the five minutes. I had to load mine on opposite end machines. Right. So, but I didn't. I was a nice person. Okay, well, hopefully that carries over for when you go down to your, dry, put dry. your wet into the dries and stuff. Yeah. It is very nice outside. As it's a glorious weekend. I don't know if you guys can hear, possibly in the background, we got the fountains going in our, mm -hmm. in our area. Should we say what, last week when we were doing the podcast and we heard the sirens? Oh yeah, at, towards the end of last week's episode, there Wait, was... Wait, what was the previously on? The previously on, there was two choices, and I was very nice, because I, when I was editing it last mm -hmm. week, I saved, I'm like, okay, here's the two things that, one of these two are going to be the previously on. Mm -hmm. So this week's was when I was talking about having a hard fist. Oh, yeah. But the other one I was going to have was when we were talking about that Would You Rather book that my dad oh, got yeah. me. One of the questions was about, like, biting off the... Like, it was, like, biting or eating, like, a live fish. Yeah. And so the thing that I'd saved on was talking about, like, okay, you got to bite their heads off, and then you swallow them, and they're swimming around your stomach. Ugh. I was like, oh, this sounds more like swallowing a big... Gross. I was going to say something. Hold on. Before we get any further into anything, before sponsorships, any of that mm. stuff... Got to send out a formal apology. Yes. To uh, moms everywhere. Moms everywhere. As the one of the craziest episodes we did was about two episodes ago called "A Very John Mallon Birthday." Yep. Whereas you, me, uh, Miranda, and Sean. Yep. And it was the day after my birthday, and I'm hungover, and y'all just acting crazy, <laughs> and there are some choice words yes. used. And now here's the thing: when when we do this podcast. One of the reasons why I like to do it is, well, I was going to say I am the boss of this thing, but now you're very close to taking over as the creative director of this whole thing. <laughs> you've gone from just returning guests to co-hosts like yeah. that. But I just like, you know, we just talk about what we want. 
uh, I'm not, I, you know, once you start like really centering yourself, like obviously I've never said anything like bad or stupid or whatever. Until two weeks Until ago. Until two weeks ago. <laughs> but I'm also like, okay, whatever. Whoever, I'm saying stuff I know people are listening. Because sometimes you can be talking just think that no one's listening. Yeah. But, but, uh, we were taught, I don't know how we got onto it, but we just started throwing out the no, C no, word. No, no, like, no. I don't feel like it was me. <laughs> no, it wasn't you. I wouldn't say that word because I don't like that word. I would no. do the other half of the I apology scenario. Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> so I was throwing out the C word, as I sometimes do, and I would say it now, but I don't know if my, nope. uh, if mom's everywhere listening. But I got a very fun phone call last night from <laughs> Pop Smallin, mm-hmm. and he was just like, hey, John, just listen to your uh, birthday podcast. Mm-hmm. Just want to let you know uh, your mom decided to listen to it with me this week. Ugh. Now, there's a, there's over 50 episodes, yeah. and I'd say about 47 of the episodes I'm fine with my mom listening to, but there's been one or two where you're like, oh, she probably doesn't need yeah. to hear me say this or hear that story. Nope. He's like, yes, yeah, so your mom was listening to it, and uh, I noticed you said the word cunt a whole lot. <laughs> I was like, oops. Then he's like, yeah. And then uh, what was that question towards the end? Uh, would you rather watch your mother? I'm not even going to say it. No. Or have your mother watch? Oops. And I was like, oh, fantastic. I was like, first of all. That, okay, yeah. first of all. First of all, I'm sorry yes, to Mom Smallin and to any mom who might be listening to this. Super sorry. Second of all, though, that book got progressively more shocking somewhere in the middle. And all we were doing is like, Flipping the pages, and then I got the most shocking question. And you jerks are always like, "You well, you can't say anything dirty." And then I was like, "Okay, peer pressure." So I was trying to be shocking. Okay, so mm-hmm. two points. First of all, that question never would have came up if uh, good old Pops Mal never bought me that for my birthday. Yep. So it was partially on his shoulders there. There you go. A very John Mallon birthday. Equally him. Yeah, but the second thing is, if I see that question, I'm not asking it. So it's also on you. So I, I think shocking. I'm in the clear from this one. All I think right, you, you and my dad the, can take the. You, what? You I should demote this, you from co-host. Uh, say the c word again and call it a day. <laughs> Either way, I think that was supposed to be an apology. Right. So. Yeah, uh, so yeah, sorry, moms everywhere for the yes. uh, shocking language and foul discussions we had that episode. Yes. Interesting enough, you had no problem with my uh, round of Mary F. or Kill with uh, Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> they, they're not anti-Disney. No. <laughs> now let's. Now that we got that out of the way, let's get into uh, the sponsorship, which mm-hmm. has morphed into the bitch please segment of the podcast. Yeah. What? So, but my bitch please has to do with some of the stuff that's been happening this week. Okay, do you want to go first, then? You can go first, because what is this topic that we're discussing this week? Uh, um, I don't know, just the week that happened. Yeah, I know. I think I like to call this week our International Podcast Week. International Podcast Week? Yeah. Okay, true. A lot of happened. I have some notes here. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll try and just make this an hour. It'll probably go an hour, hour and a half, mm-hmm. and uh, we'll see what happens. But, so, my bitch please moment. Bitch please, you want to sponsor this? Yeah, dog. I said, bitch, please. When I had to go to McDonald's. Oh, yeah, I was going to say when I had to go to McDonald's. Like, I had, I was forced to go yeah. there this week. Went there this week because you were working late. We were kind of hungry. I'm like, ah, I don't feel like cooking. Let's just, mm-hmm. let me just go get a couple do- double quarter pounder meals. Donuts. Donuts. <laughs> now, I don't know if you guys remember a few podcasts ago, we talked about an experience at McDonald's where there was like a passed out hobo, young kids trying to wake him up, a mm-hmm. guy trying to get us to use our cell phone. Then yep. this one. Uh, guy who's taking my order screwed it all up. Yeah. Which I don't expect much from a downtown McDonald's. Especially that location. Yeah, but I just mm-hmm. had like another crazy experience when I was at McDonald's this past week. Go. So 
I get there and it's not too busy, and of course the guy who takes my order is the guy who screwed it up last time. Okay. And I think he recognized me too, because we oh, kind of no. we kind of like looked Locked at each eyes. other like, oh boy, here we go. Here so I go up to him and I'm like, can I please get a, double? Can I please get the number two meal, double quarter pounder? I wait. Let him is punch- that the number two meal? That's the number two meal. Okay. So he punches in number two, do do do, double quarter pounder. I say once he's that's punched in. But no cheese, please. <laughs> I give him time, okay, punches in, doot, 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 no cheese. Mm-hmm. Oh, and can you also make that a large fries, large mm-hmm. Coke combo? Upgrade. Should be easy. That's what I'm thinking. Okay. Okay. Why do- don't you say it all off the top? Because if I go up and say, hi, can I get the number two double quarter pounder with no cheese and a large fries, large Coke? He's yeah. not remembering that. Okay, keep going. And then I say, because I'm doing your order, as long as you're not there, because I'm like, can I also just get a cheeseburger, large fries? Yes. And he's like, okay, and he kind of repeats it back. I'm like, yeah, that sounds right. I'm like, did you get the second large fries in there? He's like, I think so. He's like, yeah. He's like, okay, hopefully I'll come out of this unscathed. And then mm-hmm. it just starts to get, like, super busy. Mm-hmm. Then there's a hobo behind me who comes in, and he's ordering to the person next to me. Yeah. And he goes up to the person and goes, let me get a green tea with nothing in it. What? And she's like, okay. And then he's like, I'm going to come over there and tickle your belly button. <laughs> I was like, ah, oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. And so it begins. I'm like, the guy's going to get my order right, but it's going to take me 10 years to get out of here. And this guy might tickle your belly button like the Pillsbury Doughboy. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to get a green tea with nothing in it. I'm going <laughs> to come over there and tickle your belly button. <laughs> that should be the uh, the previously yeah. for next week. So I have him who I'm dealing with, and he's like making these weird remarks. Like, is that green tea with nothing in it ready yet? I was like, okay, Christ. And then, yeah. so I'm waiting for my order. So there's a gangster who comes up behind me to order to the guy who I just ordered with. Yeah. And they're talking, and the gangster's just like, hey, yo, man, how you work here? And you don't know your own combo. That's messed up, essay. Right. And the guy's like, you don't know what the combo is? And the guy behind me is like, Was uh, he defending you? No, no, no. This oh. was, he was doing his order. Oh, okay. And the guy's like, I'm sorry. And he's like, hey, how you don't know your own order? And you work here, man. So I was like, oh, Jesus, this guy's going to get, like, a cap busted in his ass. Jesus. Meanwhile, I was the first one there, and all these other people is getting their food before I do. Because they're scarier than you. That's you true. You never want to make a scary person wait. No, I guess not. Mm-hmm. I guess I should be scarier. Yeah. And then there's another guy next to I me. I think you should put, like, a teardrop under Ooh, your eye. Teardrop tattoo? Yeah. That's true. Mm-hmm. Or I could put a tattoo of a big boot under my eye. What's a boot? I don't know. I was trying to think of something, and all I saw was the Ian Thornley poster with his big boot there. Okay. So the last person who uh, was kind of funny was there's another person ordering next to me. Mm -hmm. They do this order. He uses his debit or Visa card, whatever, and he's not really paying attention or anything. And then the person who took his order is like, sir, sir, and he's not paying attention. Mm -hmm. Sir, sir. Your order didn't go through. Mm-hmm. He's not paying attention. He's not even, like, listening to music. He's just standing yeah. there, like, kind of looking off in the distance. Right. And she goes and gets the manager. He's like, oh, his, his order did not go through. And then they're, the two of them are like, sir, sir, sir. And they start, like, poking him. He's like, what? Like, your order didn't go through. He's like, what? <laughs> sir, your order didn't go through. What? <laughs> your order did not go through. What? <laughs> no, I just used it. <laughs> no, it didn't go through. What? <laughs> I just used it. What do you mean? What do you mean? I just used it. And that's then, so scary. And then they're like, can we see your card? He's like, what? Like, because your order didn't go through. He's like, oh, I didn't know that's what you said. Okay, here you go. I'm like, what the hell, what the hell is that? So then I finally get my order. It's all right. It's fine. And then I leave. So I, I'm sorry. That was okay. I mainly liked the old guy, the old hobo who's like, tickle my belly button. I'm going to get a green tea with nothing in it. I'm going to come over there and tickle your belly button. <laughs> 
so that was my bitch please moment. That is fantastic. How's about you? I, I like, you know what? I'm just going to keep yours as the bitch please moment. I'll let mine just be part of our story. Oh, really? Right? Okay. So, I like that. Um, so I guess like last week wasn't the long weekend, was it? That was two weekends ago. What happened this week for us then? Because why was it so busy? Well, I wrote down here, I got sponsor Mickey D's. Mm -hmm. I got uh, Blue Jays. Oh, yeah. Ferris. Yeah. Paris. Well, yeah. that rhymes. Ferris. Ooh. Paris. Uh, uh, this thing I don't want to say yet because we'll do it afterwards. Yes. And then Roots Concert. Yep. Uh, and then a couple other things, a couple other people I want to give shout outs to. So, yeah. Okay. So, I guess... The one thing that's been really cool, and the Jays are playing right now, yeah. is that you got us anniversary tickets, because we hit five years, yeah. so you got us Jays tickets to last Tuesday's game. Yeah, it was the Toronto Blue Jays against the Tampa, Tampa Bay Devil, Tampa Bay Rays, sorry, yeah. and we were in the midst of, we oh. just ended, I think, a nine-game winning streak. Which is amazing. But we were, when we went to the game on Tuesday, it was like right in the middle, like we had won seven in a row yeah. or something, like looking really good, Mark mm -hmm. Burley was on the hill for us which is amazing because he's what like eight and one nine and one as of Ooh. today he's playing right now so by the time you get this he might be ten and one which is fantastic so we went to that game and it was like so much fun like it was unbelievable i had a really good moment with jose reyes yeah uh do you want to say what happened with yeah. us so we got to say where we were sitting first though we're like like nine rows behind home plate, dead center. Dead center, right behind home plate, nine rows back there. Like it was, this was probably the best seats I've ever had. Hold the phone. I have a tweet to go out. Okay. Even though I won't tweet anything. Oh, wait, we didn't even give out any of our information. Oh, okay. Hold on, let's do that real quick. Mm -hmm. So uh, if you want to follow the podcast, best way is facebook.com slash live605. Mm -hmm. You'll see posts, pictures, videos, anything we talk about is on there. From there, you can get to our Twitter since you're the co host. You can get uh, Val at Val Gomez 23. Thank you for the new followers, friends. Mm -hmm. I try and post things once every month, so yeah. keep it going. I think you posted a picture from the baseball game. I did. And that's Gomez with a Z, so Val Gomez 23. Mm -hmm. Follow me, I'm at Malencamp. Uh, shout out to everyone who started following me as well on mm -hmm. Twitter. I'm getting the numbers up there. I'm trying to tweet. I try to tweet at least once or twice a day, and I try to tweet. For every like time I post something about the podcast, I like to follow it up with like a joke at some point. Uh huh. And uh, you can check me out on Instagram. It's Val Gomez twenty three as well. Yeah, I'm Malencamp on Instagram, and you can find us on Vine under the exact same mm -hmm. things. So and www.liveat605.podomatic.com to be like our friend Kenny in Boston and hit the PayPal account. Okay, so my favorite thing on Twitter is John always tries. It's I don't consider it trolling people, right? I just feel I say like, that for the hip hop website, right? I feel like you're just a really enthusiastic follower for certain people. Yeah. Jose Reyes being one of them, <laughs> but you do this thing where you call him Papa. <laughs> Papa, yeah. Right? And so it's like, go get him, Papa. Yeah. And then he'll tweet you back and be like, essay, and then do like the muscles emoticons. Yeah, it's mainly on. Yeah, he does it on Twitter, but. We have a good Instagram relationship where every picture he posts, yeah, I'll call him Papa, like, good job, Papa, let's get it. Or, like, mm -hmm. I'll give him, like, something motivational right back, and he'll always write back. He'll be like, he'll be like thanks, I say, yeah, or he'll do, like, the emoticon, like you said, like, the big muscle man. Mm -hmm. He did one, I did one last week where I gave him, like, a good inspirational speech. Speech, he gave me four uh, strongman arms <laughs> and, like, two... Like hand gestures of him, like one of his famous hand gestures. I don't know what this is called. Like but. an under, uh, I like, don't know what it's yeah. called. Yeah, but he does like a bunch of funny stuff. So either way, we're at the game, and 
you know what? Milky Cabrera is my favorite Blue Jay player. And you're like, oh, Jose Reyes is the best, blah, blah, blah. You mm. love Milky, too. Oh, yeah. But either way, so um, Jose Reyes is on deck because Anthony Goes, I believe, was up to bat. Yeah. And so we're seeing, he can see us. Like, they're, like, right in front of us, essentially. Yeah, the, sorry, the other thing I was going to say about I like Jose Reyes is he'll kind of chat with people when he's, like, in the on-deck circle. There's, yeah. There's a good picture on Twitter of him in Boston with a fan taking a selfie with Jose Reyes about to go up to bat. Aww. And, like, we were at the game, and we saw him, like, looking, like, smiling, pointing at mm. people and stuff like that. So I was like, yo, John, I'm going to do this. So John always does this thing where I think it's called Los Viste. Yeah, it's where you take your hand, you take, like, the peace sign of your hand, like, make a peace sign and put it right, right up to the, your, your eye, eye and, and just kind of, I'll take a picture of, of Jose Reyes doing it. So that's Jose Reyes' signature Yeah, it means, gesture. like, something like happiness or, like, great job or some shit like that. But then I was like, he's looking in our direction, so I was like, John, are you going to call him Papa and do it? Yeah. So, like, we did it, and I was like, Papa! Yeah. <laughs> he just kept going, like, Papa, Papa, yeah! And then he, like, turned around and started laughing yeah, and, and like, smiling. Yeah, and pointing, like, And yeah. pointing, but then everybody in our area was like, Papa! Wow. And I was like, yeah! Yeah. <laughs> so I was pretty excited. That was like my highlight. But then I got so sad at that game. Equally. Oh yeah. Well, so, let's lead up to that part because is this not leading up to it? Yeah, but that was like towards the last inning. Like oh, okay. it was interesting. Just like we had to talk about like the, our surroundings while we were there and stuff. Like, oh yeah. Like we got there and it was crazy because we were so close. The balls, they were getting hit. I'm like, oh my god, this good thing. There's, good thing there's a net in front of us because they would have taken our heads off. Mm-hmm. But the people behind us were pretty cool. Like there's yeah, like yeah, young chill. people sitting behind us. They were good. But there was like two guys kind of off in front of us to our right, a few seats, who were like two old, weird-looking guys who were like doing way too much like heckling or talking. It's like far too much heckling, and it it was like equally annoying though. Yeah, one like, one of them was like old and fat, and he had a Simpsons bowling shirt on, so yeah. you can tell what kind of a guy he was. That's what he yeah. was. The other guy next to him had a mullet frosted tip Yeah, Ew, hair. frosted tip mullet. Yeah. It was so gross, and the funny part was John asked John to take a picture, because I was like, there's nothing worse than a heckling frosted tip mid-40-year-old. And the guy with the Simpsons bowling shirt had a sweaty back. Ew! And the dome was closed. Like, why you, why is your ass sweating? So I took a picture, like you said, and I'll post it on the uh, Facebook page. Yeah, so it was so gross, but like... You know, the first hour, you're like, okay, the, these guys are funny. But then, like, as they progressively got more wasted, mm-hmm. the heckling just became worse and, yeah. like, politically incorrect, I guess, yeah. or just, like, downright cruel. Mm-hmm. And so, one of my favorite players from the Jays is Jose, Mo- or formerly from the Jays, is Jose Molina. Yeah. And, you know, we always make fun. He is a bit bigger. He's a big guy. We right? always just say, like, oh, he only likes to hit home runs or strikeouts. If he hits a home run, he doesn't have to run. If he okay. strikes out, then he just gets to go sit down. Exactly. But he's a good catcher. He's I, a I great like, catcher. I like, he's I, number four in the league. For what? For, like, uh, throwing people out and stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah. I kid because I like the guy. Like, I do think he's a good back Yeah. Catcher. But then, like, the stupid... Okay, and then, um, hello, dude. You Kettle, you are black. This big fat fuck, right, yeah. beside us in the Simpson shirt, mm. was like literally going like Jose Molino, go call Jenny Craig or whatever. I'm such a bad heckler. Yeah. But it was just like, but he was saying like the rudest things. Yeah, and, and then people just started joining and making like all these like fat, fat comments. comments. And I was like, you could tell like he could hear it. Oh yeah, because we were all super close. Right, so that was just like so horrible, and I just got like thoroughly disgusted but then um uh what you call it you know escobar went up yeah he used to play for the blue jays he was our shortstop two years ago and he had some controversy 
because a lot of blue or a lot of baseball players put that black uh, paint under their eyes, yeah. so it's easier to see. And there's just controversy where he had writing on it, and someone thought it was like a homophobic slur. Yeah. And it could have been, it could have not. Like who? I definitely who think knows? it doesn't translate the same in English. Yeah. Right. But either way, those same people started yelling out like homophobe. Yeah, they were stuff. yelling shit to him and as well. And so that was just not cool. But then in the area, like, like the 100 level, like further back, closer to the 200s. This whole line of people just started ye- yelling, like, you Nell sucks, yeah. right? And then this old dude sitting in front of that line was like, stop yelling that or something. Mm-hmm. And then the fat fuck beside us was like, stop being a bully oh, <laughs> to yeah. tell him to stop. I'm like, I'm going to fucking punch you, Yeah. right? I was getting so angry. Mm-hmm. So either way. But we ended up winning that game. Yeah, yeah. it's such a great game. It was a lot of fun. We saw some home runs. It was <laughs> great. We had some stadium pizza. I had some stadium pizza yeah. at least. Uh, did um did we end up sweeping the curse then? Yes, because if you guys follow the podcast, you know how many sporting events we go to and how many losses we went yeah. to. Because you haven't been to a winning hockey game in over two years. Nope. And uh, I went to one <laughs> baseball game where we were on the eleven game win streak. We won the eleventh game in a row last year, and then since then we haven't won anything. No, yeah, and you know what I realized? You've only been to one ever winning hockey game. Yeah. You went to one game of hockey that we won, and mm-hmm. the, all the other games we've lost. At least we smoked that game. Yeah, that's true. We, five years ago. Five years ago. <laughs> yeah, we. Uh, so I've had a pretty good record this year. I've been to four baseball games. I'm, I've got three wins, one loss. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have gone to two, and you're one win, one loss. Yeah. But yeah, last year we went to a bunch of losing baseball games, a bunch of losing hockey games. Uh, At least it's fun to watch baseball now, and it's actually really cool because even like a lot of our friends who aren't such big baseball fans have been going to a bunch of games, which is great. Yeah, the last time the Blue Jays were in first place as of June 1st was in 1992 when they went to the World Series. Went to and won the World Series. So there's still a lot of baseball left. I don't want to jinx. I don't want to get too, too Mm -hmm. excited, but it is fun to finally see the Jays doing really well. And I mean, that's the one thing, like, it sucks about hockey living in Toronto is everyone's so divided. Like, okay, we got all our friends who like Toronto and then all our friends Mm -hmm. who like Montreal and then there's us who likes Ottawa. Right. But in Toronto, there's only, there's only one baseball team in all of Canada. So I mean, most likely our people here like Toronto Blue Jays. So we can all, all of us can finally get together and cheer for the Blue Jays. And I mean, if they make it to the playoffs, I want to try and go to every game if I can, you know? So that was a lot of fun. The question is, do you need to go down and get your laundry? Yes. Because if you do that, I have some shout-outs I want to give to a couple of people. Okay. So if you want to do that, we're going to let the uh, co-host, since you're co-host, I'll let you go down. Thank you. Good luck down there, and um, try not to get into any fights with anybody. Okay. So two people I want to give shout-outs to. Uh, Everybody knows we always have our band of the week at the end of the week, and I like to help you discover new music, new musicians and everything. Now, there's one musician who I think is really awesome that I think you guys should all check out. And he goes by the name of Mr. Ken Tizzard. And now a lot of you might be saying, John, Ken Tizzard sounds very familiar. Where do I know that name from? Well, especially if you live in Canada, you might know two very popular bands by the name of The Watchmen and Thornley. And Ken Tizzard was, I believe he was a, a founding member of the Watchmen. I know he was in them for a while, for a long time. I think, he, I guess he still is with them, as I don't think they play too many shows, but when they do, they get together. Awesome Canadian band. He played bass in there. And he also played with Thornley. And you guys all know my love for Big Wreck and Thornley and Ian Thornley. And if, correct me if I'm wrong out there, but I'm pretty sure 
Ken Tizard's sister is actually married to Ian Thornley. So I just want to let you guys know, uh, Ken Tizard actually hit me up and he asked me if I could help share some of the new music he's doing. I was like, of course, love your music. I'd love be more than happy to promote it on the podcast. And you guys go to, if you go to facebook.com slash live at 605, I will give out all his contact info, his websites, where to get his music and everything. But he's doing this great thing right now on YouTube. It's called the uh, No Dark, No Light series. And it's basically a set of live performances, or sorry, a set of live performance videos set in unique and familiar locations with various musicians. So as of right now, I know he has, I think it's four videos up there. So if you go to his YouTube, just, just go to YouTube, type in Ken Tizard, you'll see all his videos, and he has some really cool songs and videos. The one I like the most, it's his Fare Thee, Fare Thee Well, and I'll actually post it on Facebook.com slash Live605. It's really cool, and I'm pretty sure these are a set of songs he's doing, and he's going to put them out on a new record, which he's working on this fall. So you guys make sure you follow him on Twitter. He's at KTizard, K-T-I-Z-Z-A-R-D. And go to his uh, website, www.kentizzard.com, K-E-N-T-I-Z-Z-A-R-D. You can see tour dates, listen to music, watch his music videos, read a bio, all kinds of good stuff. And then also go to iTunes and download Ken Tizzard. I know he's got uh, a couple albums on there, and he's really cool. He's got a really great sound. His solo stuff he's doing right now, I feel like it's more country, blues, folkish. But if you like... Um, the Watchmen or Thornley, definitely check out Ken Tizard and uh, check the Facebook page to see where you can go check out all his stuff. So he is very awesome. I like that. Another thing I want to talk about, another person I want to talk about is a comedian called Burt Kreischer, who actually, oddly enough, is pretty much one of the big inspirations why I started the Live at 605 podcast. He's a comedian out of L.A. You might know him from shows such as Trip Flip or Burt the Conqueror. Or if you guys are big podcast fans, and you've definitely heard him on Joe Rogan's podcast. But he is the guy who he actually just put out a brand new book. It's called Life of the Party. I um, bought a copy, and I also downloaded the audio book version. And it's fantastic. He has a bunch of great, hilarious stories, such as the one time he robbed a train with the Russian mob. Hilarious. I think you guys should definitely check it out. It's a, it's a lot of fun, the book. It's a great read. Easy to do. He's really funny. And if you go to his website, BertBertBert.com, that's B-E-R-T, just write down BertBertBert Bert, Bert, three times, you can get the book there. You can go to Amazon.com or Amazon.ca, uh, buy hard copy books, or you can go to iTunes and get the audio version. But he's a great comedian. He also has an awesome podcast called um, The BertCast. And when I first got Val to do an episode of the podcast, she's like, what's a podcast? I told her to listen to a couple of Bert Kreischer stories. Uh, the one was when he robbed a Russian, robbed a trans Russian mob, and the other one was when he had a crazy wild night with Tracy Morgan. So I definitely like to help and support fellow podcasters and people I think are really, really funny. So check it out again. His book's called Life of the Party. It's an awesome read. I'm almost done it now, and you will not be disappointed. So you guys, let me know what you think about that, and I'll also put posts on the Facebook page to uh, link you up to him. And what only was a couple seconds for you guys, it was about an uh, almost two hours. So when we last left you yeah. two seconds ago to get laundry, yeah. so much has already happened. This is why I'm like, I swear since we started doing podcasts, crazy things happen because you just doing a routine laundry day. Such a routine laundry day. So what happened? Uh, <gasps> okay, so I'm one of those people 
who I only use two washing machines, and then I only need one dryer because I usually hang dry so much of my like dress shirts and like blouses and stuff. So that way I only end up using one dryer and the dryers have so much depth to them. So it seems silly to need more than one if you're only using two washing machines. That is the ratio. Mm -hmm. So either way, um, I go downstairs and there are three people in the laundry room. One dude is using at least, I counted, four drying machines. And then there's one machine that is fully done. The last one's standing kind of thing. Right. And I'm like, okay, where is this person? Right? There's three people in here, including me. None of them are using that dryer. Nobody's coming to get their stuff. I wait like five minutes. Because if we go back to my laundry incident from two weeks ago, some jackass, even though I was only five minutes late, took my shit out. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to wait five minutes. Five minutes turns into ten minutes. 10 minutes turns into 12 minutes. And then I'm like, Jesus. other people are coming to put their laundry in. So now I'm worried that if I leave here, somebody's going to take my clean clothes out and yeah. it's just kind of sitting there. For sure. So I was like, okay, you know what? I ended up helping some dude who's new to the building learn how to use the washing machine. Really? Yeah. It's so crazy. You think you'd have good laundry karma then. Oh, so crazy. So either way, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go upstairs, grab my phone, tell you, and then take like the slowest walk down the stairs. Yeah. And I asked you, I was like, Okay, how long is too long? And I posted it on Facebook and on Twitter yeah. so people answer the question. Mm-hmm. How much time needs to pass before you pull the scunty move of taking somebody's clothes out of the dryer and or the washing machine because they are late? Well, I'm always down to my clothes <coughs> within five minutes of like it being done. I'm usually down there a minute before my stuff's done. Okay. Just because I, I'm always... Like, first of all, I don't want to be that person who leaves their stuff in there. Secondly... Secondly, second of all, I don't want people taking my shit out. Yeah. And I'm like, obviously, if I'm doing laundry, I'm in the building. So I might, like, I, I know when my stuff's ready. So I have, I always look at my watch. So I'm always down within a few minutes. I mean, it's tough, I guess. What is the time frame? Anywhere from, let's just say, 15 minutes on, maybe. Maybe, okay. maybe 20 minutes. Okay. But. So literally, I came up. Got my phone, went back down, waited another five minutes. So now it's like 17, bordering on 20 minutes. So I was just like, okay, I'm by myself. You know what? This is going to happen. Because 20 minutes waiting is like almost an entire washing machine cycle. So now I'm going to be fighting for other people to get my laundry into a dryer anyway. So you know what? Fuck it. I saw all this dude had in this dryer was, like, one fucking towel and a damn t-shirt, basically. That's it? That's, like, all he had. Could he just hand dry that, like, upstairs in his balcony or some shit? So, anyway, I am, like, fucking opening that door and pulling his shit out. Does someone not immediately come into there? And then he's, like, (sighs) and I'm, like, caught in the act, and he's just, like, Oh my god, I totally don't always leave my stuff like this long. And I was just like, yeah, okay. I'm like, I literally just took it out. I waited 20 minutes, and mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm not this person, but there's no other dryers available. He's like, I know, it's so bad of me. Just, I just never usually do these kinds of Jesus. things. And then he had like three fucking other wash or dryers going. Really? So I was just like, why don't you fucking, and his uh... stuff was still wet when I pulled it out and threw it on the table. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, why wouldn't you just put all your stuff together? Yeah. Like, no bueno. Well, that's so, ridiculous. It just took longer. This is honestly, I love our apartment, mm-hmm. but there are some days where it's like, there's, I started doing laundry at like three. Yeah, I know. And it's now Five. five. 
I think you even started doing laundry before then. Maybe 2.30. 2.30, yeah. Uh, first of all, can I just do one thing? Can yeah. I close one window? Because I feel like someone's staring me in, like into my soul. Who? Oh, <laughs> really? Sorry. I, I thought just... you meant our windows. No, no, no. There's that picture on I feel like this guy's just staring okay. at me. Okay, weird. Uh, so it was a fun day today. Like, we're off topic, but since... Uh, since you did laundry, we stopped the podcast. Mm-hmm. You've done laundry. You dealt with that mm-hmm. guy. We ended up going and getting some red hots for lunch. Yes. I got a nice hot dog. Mm-hmm. We walked around the city a bit. We did uh, some jogging today. Yeah, we went running today. That's Everyone right. is being all inspirational at my work, and they're all running. So now I'm like, I want to go start training and going running. So does Brandon. Mm-hmm. And Andy does a bunch of runs and stuff like that. So, okay. yeah. So we went to Queens Park. Yeah, that was good, mm-hmm. and uh, I don't know, that's all we did today, I guess. Uh, hold on. Mm-hmm. But... Well, sorry, I was, was going to say, when we were last talking to you, the Blue Jays were winning 2 nothing. And? But since then, the Blue Jays have won 4 nothing, and your friend Mark Burley is 10-1. So nice! A lot has happened in this podcast, and we're only about 33 <laughs> minutes into this bad boy. That is crazy. Sorry, I felt like you were going to say something. Oh, no, I was just going to say, in other news, we made a really big purchase on Friday. <sighs> so, guys, it is official. We are taking Live at 6.05 to Europe. We're taking our talents and our microphones and everything, and we're going to mm-hmm. be doing some international podcasting. So, last week, when um, Miranda left our place, she's like, Val, we should totally rally and look at buying... Um, or, like, renting houses and stuff when we're in Paris and Rome and everything, just so that way when we go down for Lillian's wedding, which we already have a house for, um, we're not buying stuff last minute, so it's still pretty cost-effective. And at this point, and I've always said it, I'm like, May is a very busy month. It is, like, John's birthday, Miranda's birthday, my dad's birthday, John Palooza usually lasts, like, two weeks. Yeah, we had another right? John Palooza this week. Right? You have, like, your upfronts coming up. Yeah. Right? It's just, it's busy. It was finally, like, the best time of the year. Like, the weather just got better. Work has been crazy. So I'm like, you know what, Miranda? I need to have May finish before I start thinking about buying these tickets. So, either way, so she came over on Friday, and she was, she came a couple hours later. I was so tired, Mm -hmm. right? You were so tired. I think we were both deliriously hungry as well. Yeah. And so I'm like, okay, let's go look for an Airbnb place in Paris. So we found a place in Paris, messaged those people. We found a place in Rome, because we knew we wanted to go to Paris and Rome uh, before and after Lillian's wedding in July. Now, the wild card is, is that you and I actually haven't really spoken about where we <laughs> wanted to go yet. No, not really. So, to be fair, there wasn't any really big planning where I feel like other couples or people, maybe, would spend more than a solid half an hour between bedrooms discussing yeah. how to book a trip. Yeah. You and I tend to do things very impromptu, very mm-hmm. last minute. So, true to form for uh, John and Val, we booked a five country <laughs> or a five city, well, four country, five city um, all expedition. I know, all I know is you said, okay, guys, should we go book our flights and our trips and everything? I'm like, you just go in the other room. I trust you. <laughs> just give me a green tea so I can scratch your belly button. <laughs> so I was like, I'm pretty much good with whatever you want. <laughs> I haven't been back to Bournemouth and to London in like six years, so... Uh, definitely with Henry coming off of here um, to do the uh, Toronto Web Festival, I was like, oh, we should uh, go to London, see my family, see some friends and everything. So 
We booked two days in London. Then from London, I think it's like doing the channel and going to Paris. Mm -hmm. From Paris, go to Marseille slash Provence for the wedding. From Provence, this became the wild card. I was like, okay, we're meeting Miranda in about a week in Rome. Mm -hmm. So it was just like, where should we go? And I loved going to Malaga on the south coast of Spain when I was living in England. And I was like, John, we should go there. It's like a beautiful beach town, right? And you're like, sure. And I was mm -hmm. like, okay. Tried to look up the price, and it was like $1,000, which we got really good tickets to fly into London anyway. Yeah. So I was like, that's really expensive. I was like, where do you want to go next? And I was like, how about Barcelona? And you're like, sure. sure. And so I was like, okay, now time to book tickets to Barcelona. So bought those tickets. The only problem was, I don't know, how many tickets have you purchased in your lifetime? To go to trips? Yeah. Uh, there's been a bunch. I mean, I technically just did six straight weeks in New York, Aruba. Have you ever had, like, complications booking tickets? No, because I've booked all my tickets online with no problems at all. Okay. How about you? So, in real life, and I'm like, okay, we are in a demographic that, you know, maybe relies on the internet a little much. Yes. But at the same time, I'm like, okay... Checking out, I don't know about you guys, I've never used Google Flights before. I don't know what that is. So, like, I always traditionally go to, like, the Air Canada website or, like, a porter yeah. or, like, Air Italia or whatever. But Miranda's like, go on to Google Flights and just type in where you want to go. And I was like, this has changed my life. This is crazy. And they usually give you, like, all the flight options in, like, cheapest to not so cheapest. And so I found a flight to go from Marseille mm -hmm. the day after the wedding. Yeah to Barcelona with a stopover in Rome, which is a little bit scunty because we wanted to go to Rome after Barcelona. So yeah. either way, I'm like trying to book this ticket and then they're like, you need to call an agent. And I was like, huh? Mm -hmm. And so Miranda's sitting beside me and I call this agent and I was like, this is so fucked up. Like, this isn't 1972. Why am I speaking to somebody to book a ticket? Yeah. And then I just got, like, Miranda bailed on me because <laughs> I think she heard me getting just, like, super irate. Yeah. But it was like, okay, I like to book two adults on this day. On this day for um, this long. And he's like... Okay, blah, 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 in Italian. And I was like, wow. And yeah. the, my f Italian speaking friend bails on me, which is the best part. So yeah, she's she going came to out to watch baseball with, with you. Weird. And so I'm like, okay, how do you spell the first passenger's name? And I was like, John Mallon, right? Yeah, John and insert middle name. And he's like, okay. And I'm like, J O H N, middle name. M-A-L-L-O-N. And I did it super slow. Then for me, because I have a lot more names on my passport, I did it even slower. Mm -hmm. So he tried to jump the gun and use the Italian spelling of Stephanie. Okay. But I was like, no, it's the caker spelling of Stephanie. Yeah. Right? And then I my other names. And then I was like, okay. I'm like, wait a second. How do I know you're not scamming me right now? I was like, how am I going to get visual proof that you're putting this ticket through? Yeah. And he's like, well, I'm going to mail something to you. And I was like, okay, well, can you mail it to me before you, like, go through this? And I'm, like, sending, you know, coming off my debit card scare. Yeah, for sure. Um, it's just, like, it's a little scary. And I'm like, this is so archaic. Who buys fucking plane tickets over the phone? Fucking so, people from the 1950s. Thank you. And so I was just like, okay, can you please email me first? 
years. So he emails me, and it's like, my name is Ray, but you are definitely John, middle name, yeah. Nalon. Okay. <laughs> and the entire ticket's in Italian. Like, no concept if the day is right, the month is right. And I was like, Pegolio, arrivo, blah, 21. Yeah. And I was like, I think that's the 21st. Do we have clearly. any Spanish friends who can... No, it's Italian. Uh, sorry, any Italian friends? Miranda! Can she look at our ticket for us? So she came finally back, and she was like, okay, I think this is right. And I was like, this is so exhausting. So we're spending four days in Barcelona, okay, which will be super badass. And then from there, I got, like, the world's cheapest flight from Barcelona to Rome. Nice. So that's really good. We have a house there already, and then we're doing Rome back to Toronto. So it should be fun. Yeah, no, I'm really looking forward to it. I've never ever gone to Europe. I've only ever traveled north or south for my trips. Mm-hmm. So I'm definitely excited, but I'm also just like a nervous traveler. Like I'm nervous just to get there, make sure we get Mm -hmm. all the right transportation. I'm looking forward to almost like the plane ride there. I know it's going to be long, but I feel like I can get some writing done, listen to some podcasts, do some whatever. It should be fun. This will be a very cool testament to how much luggage we have to bring. Well, that's the one problem. Like, do we have to actually buy a new suitcase, maybe? Well, I'm going to see if we can potentially just borrow borrow, one, borrow my parents or nice. something, and then just take two rolly one or. I was going to say, this is very fascinating talk of the suitcase. Why? No, I'm just like, people are like, oh, I don't care how many suitcases you bring. You should be so interested as to how many suitcases we yeah, bring. Yeah, we're fucking we, models when it dude, comes to this shit. we put other people to shame. Even, like, at work... There is, like, my friend Rebecca, she said to D.C., she ended up taking, like, for four days on a trip to D.C. in the spring, she took, like, a giant, like, king-size suitcase and a carry-on and a purse. Yeah, that's ridiculous. For her, not even for her boyfriend. And she's like, how much would you and John bring? And I'm like, one One. carry-on suitcase and a purse. Yeah, that's it. That's That's it. For everything we've ever done, one. This one might be a bit more because we have dresses, suits, and we're going for two weeks. Yeah. So, I mean, we might need to have two. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah, we're pretty good with that stuff. Which is the only... The cool thing is, is that potentially, like, if we take two, like, my, like, bridesmaid dress doesn't get crinkled as it's been sitting in a box. And it's fine. So, I can literally just put that in. I don't have to put it in a garment bag. We might just put your stuff in a garment bag and then put it in the suitcase. But we'll probably have to iron it. Yeah, I'm okay with that. So. Should be funny. I'm looking forward to doing some podcasting there. So we're going to bring this mic, mm-hmm. probably get your laptop, laptop and uh, that should time up perfectly by the time season five ends. My guess is when this season ends, the two will be off for probably at least three weeks because that's when we'll be going to mm-hmm. Europe. But then when we come back season six, there's going to be a lot of international podcasting. So. Yeah. So another good time to remind you guys, live at 605.podomatic.com, you can hit the PayPal account because... <laughs> we're out of money. We're out of money, but no, it should be fun, and hopefully if there's any of our international mm-hmm. fans out there, I know there's lots of people mm-hmm. in London, we get people in Barcelona, mm-hmm. we've had people in Paris. Actually, Paris has been doing a lot of downloads nice. over the past couple months, so shout out to everyone in Paris. But uh, let us know if you guys have any suggestions. We named the place we're going to. Let us know what we should do whilst we're in those places. Mm-hmm. I like, oh, I said to you over the last podcast, because I actually didn't give context to our friend Henry who came. Yeah. So I wanted to say that my friend Henry, I gave like the background stories that we went to university together, but um, that was in my third year, and so that was like like seven, eight years ago at this point, and we haven't seen each other in real life since then, mm-hmm. and so it was crazy because when he came to stay, uh, stay over with us, 
you hadn't physically seen this person in so long, but because of things like Facebook and Twitter and just like emailing, when he was like knocking at the door, it didn't feel odd. It was mm. just like, hey, come and hang with me, Miranda and Sean and John. Mm. And like, let's go out to dinner on College Street. Right. Um, so it'll be really cool because then some of my other friends, hopefully we can see is like Polly when mm. we're there, who does Future Duck with Henry. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't seen him in like eight years okay. either. And so to see him again, uh, Kate already messaged me knowing that we bought our tickets and she's like, you and John have to come in, like, hang out and do lunch with us. She offered us her spare bedroom if oh, you want to nice. stay with them. Cool. Um, so it's just, like, such a great opportunity to see everyone again. Ooh. Pinwheel of death. Right, you almost lost. Remember, when did that happen that we... In the beginning. Yeah, man, shout out to, like, five seasons over 50 episodes. Those, that first season, we had to redo so many of these things because, like, Garage band would crash, or like the. I already mentioned before, but that very first episode, very first episode, we recorded like six different times, yeah. six different ways. But I always save it now just so we don't crash. And as I was saving, we almost got we got the spinning wheel of death. I thought we were going to lose this whole podcast, but. Uh, uh, what's on tap for you this week? I feel like you and I, like, well, we thought we would have hung out. Like, we hung out yesterday. We saw. Mm. What did we see? Yeah, yesterday was a lot of fun. We had a, a pretty uh, jam packed, busy day. So we. It was our friend Z's birthday, mm-hmm. so we even just getting to oh a birthday was a bit yeah. of a problem. We were taking the subway. He lives. We won't say where he lives. Yeah. So we don't get but people stalking like, him. No, no, no. But he's up at young, like Young and Shepherd area. Yeah, he lives pretty far away. So we get on the subway. We're going. Then we find. We go one stop. It's like, oh, the subway is out of service from here to here. You must take shuttle buses. Like we're like, fuck. It's gonna take us forever to get to this place. But the funny part is, is that my friend. Matt from work and his girlfriend were also going to this party, mm. and he te- was about. He was literally texting me on the subway to be like, "The subway isn't working anymore." Um, just like because we were leaving at the roughly the same time, we ended up being on the same exact subway cart yeah. um, as each other without any notice of what time we were leaving. And so I was like, "This is so silly. We're never gonna get there." They're, they never allocate enough shuttle buses per subway per cart anyway. And I'm like, okay, we should just get a zip car because then that way we can go beat all the shuttle bus traffic, regular traffic on Young Street. Mm-hmm. Um, because then even the Shepherd line was delayed as well and there was no subways running there. Yeah. So we'd be screwed. It would be like a two and a half hour commute. Yes, we did that when, and it was like a very lovely barbecue mm. afternoon. Great weather, good yeah. food. Got and a everything. little bit of a tan. You got a tan already. I'm just impressed I didn't burn myself yeah. to death. <laughs> but that was a lot of fun. So shout out to everyone mm-hmm. there. Birthday we, weekend. Birthday weekend. We came home, then we went. We wanted to go see X Men, the new X Men yeah. movie last night. So we, before we did that, we went and had uh, drinks and food on a patio, which nice. was really nice. That was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. And then we went and hooked up with uh, Batiman himself. Ooh, Batiman. Sean Batiman Bati. Yeah, and one of his fellow RTAers. Yeah, Tesla. And we all went up, met up, and went to go see uh, X-Men. What did you think? I thought it was really good. Mm-hmm. Now, I've only ever seen the very first X-Men that came out like 15 years ago. Okay. And then I saw X-Men First Class, and yeah. I saw one of the Wolverine movies. Yeah. So, I mean, I used to love X-Men growing up, but I found, like, going into this movie... So, yeah, I know who Wolverine and Cyclops and those guys are, but I forgot about some of like, the lesser-known mutants. Gotcha. But it was really good. Like, it was well-written, directed, yeah. action-packed, mm-hmm. good storyline. I definitely like even some of the script points. Like, I found when, like, uh, Professor X and Magneto would talk to each other, like, the actual, like, monologue stuff was really interesting. Mm-hmm. Just really well-crafted. What do you give it out of 10? 
mm, 10 hot Michael Fassbenders and one enthusiastic other thumbs up. I give it two Michael Fassbender shame penises out of three. Because <laughs> he's making the movie. Did you think the 3D worked, though? I don't oh, think hell I, no. I don't Fuck think, 3D. I, I think that was the silliest thing. 3D is the biggest piece of garbage. We keep going just because like that was the only one that was available. Yeah, that's how they get you. <sighs> 3D is such a waste of time. Within mm-hmm. 10 seconds of me watching 3D, I forget it's 3D. And it's so just true. like a waste of space. So whoever recreated 3D or brought it back to like yeah. the masses, fuck y'all. Fuck y'all. <laughs> and with that, uh, one thing I wanted to mention, I was thinking, you brought up this idea a while ago, and I think we should do it. What? And we should figure out when to do it. You were talking about doing a live podcast once. Oh, totally. I think it'd be fun. So what I did... Uh, Last week or the week before is I created a Ustream account, mm-hmm. which is Ustream is a place where people can broadcast live on the internet at a certain time. Nice. And I was thinking we should pick a date, maybe not this upcoming, uh, this next week or the week after, but we should pick a day, like a Monday night, mm-hmm. and actually do a live podcast stream so people can listen to us live, and then we'll take that episode and put it out the next day on iTunes. And then it's just oh, like... Love it. We, we have the Ustream account, so we have like a webcam so people could see us here. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we just do like an actual live podcast. I think that would be half the fun, because it was actually really interesting yesterday when we were at the barbecue. Mm-hmm. Um, what you want to call it? Meherit, one of our other friends, she was asking how you were doing. Everybody mm-hmm. was asking how you were doing, and they really liked the fact that you did the writing course in New York and yeah. trying to get like... Everybody was asking, what else did you do? Um, to get yourself out there and yeah. notify or known rather and some people just didn't know you had the podcast to yeah. be honest and so it was really crazy because we started telling about them and they were like when does it premiere mm-hmm. and we we're like we said we record it on like the weekend or on the Monday and then put it out on the Tuesdays yeah. but I think everybody wanted it to be live as well yeah uh, so I think what we should do is we'll pick a Monday night within mm-hmm. the next couple of weeks, I'm gonna figure out how to properly use Ustream and like how to save and turn and make it so I can send, put it on iTunes and stuff. Yeah. And then we'll let we'll give you guys plenty of notice. It'll probably mm-hmm. be Monday after work sometime. Yeah. Maybe like around eight or nine or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then we'll give you the site and you can come whether watch us live during the time. Right. Or we can we'll put it to iTunes the next day. Jesus. But it'll be like a real live, and then if people like it. Maybe we'll start doing a, a few more live episodes. I think we should. I think it's like well, you and I never have a problem coming up with conversations. Oh. Plus, even if we just told each other how each of our days went, there's always something silly that happens. Mm-hmm. So is that something you'd be interested yeah, in? It was my idea. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and a very good idea at that. So I'll figure out the details. We'll pick a day to do it. Mm-hmm. And uh, it'll be the first actual live episode of Live at 6 of 5. Ooh. So Okay, now before we get into that, do you want to play another round of uh, Would You Rather? Yes. So like, we got the big book of Would You Rather from Pops Malin. Yes, we will censor ourselves. I can't guarantee you there won't be any more... I can't even say the word questions. No! But um, do you want to pick the first set? Yes. Okay, so this is Would You Rather. Would you rather be a little bitch or fuck with your boy? Tell me when to stop. Stop. <laughs> How timely. Uh-oh. Would you rather always be itchy or always feel like you have to pee? <laughs> oh, God. Uh, I'd rather always... Here's the problem. I'd rather almost be itchy mm-hmm. because it is satisfying scratching an itch. Yeah. But at the same time, if you always got to pee, it's pretty satisfying after you pee. Right. When you really got to like go to town on a washroom stall. Yeah. <laughs> Remember when... It gets like really cold and my legs get always super itchy. Yeah. That's like when itching isn't satisfying because I'm like 
itchy past me scratching because it's so gross. True, but I hate it when you're somewhere like when you're in the movies. If you're really itchy, you can scratch. But if you gotta pee really bad, and you're in the movies. Yeah. I don't want to leave the, the movie theater. That's fair. So I can hold my bladder for a really long time. Though. So I'm going itch. You're going piss. Itch and piss. That'd be that'd be a great name. We should maybe call Ew, this you episode. Spit on me. Should we call this episode itch and piss? No. I'm gonna write that down. That's a potential name. Itch sure. and piss. Okay, one more. Okay. Tell me when. And stop. Itch and piss. What do you got? Would you rather be left completely naked with no possessions in a foreign country? Okay. A time God, rate, yeah. Or would you rather be naked in your place of work? Well, is this five years ago before we started dating? Because I'd rather be naked in my place of work to show you the, show you what you're missing. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I'd rather do work because if I'm in a foreign country with no clothes, what the hell am I going to do? But if I'm at work, I can at least hide and then run home. Or I could be like, uh, hey, uh, Jeremy, can you go give me some clothes? Oh, I love how your work dad gave you that. Yeah. That's amazing. What about you? Uh, foreign country. Really? Yeah. You could be like, it's part of my culture. That's true, but how are you going to find clothes? Make some. How do you make clothes? Remember that show, Naked and Afraid on Discovery? That's true. They make, like, leaf clothes. <laughs> right? Okay, okay. You tell me when to stop. stop. Okay. Um, oh, I think we already did this one. Let me see. Okay. Um... Okay, would you rather have a hidden video camera at work with audio mm -hmm. catching you or catch you hacking up a big ugly ball of phlegm Ew. and then looking at it? Ew! Or passing gas and then making a face reacting to the smell? Ew! Uh, so would you rather be caught? First one. I feel like there's more forgiveness. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with uh, hacking up a big ugly ball of phlegm and then looking at it. Ew. I, I'm impressed when I have a big phlegm. I never understand why when people like you know me with any bodily fluid disgust me mm. but i never understood why people like if you sneeze you look at the tissue oh i like to look at it it's so weird it's like why are you analyzing it just throw it out yeah well i like to see what i've accomplished so there's two interesting facts here okay in 1980 a professional japanese farter captivated audiences farter? <laughs> yeah weird okay Captivated audiences during a televised performance by farting 3,000 times in a row. Ew! Imitating sounds and yeah, playing they have songs. Yeah, like a lot of beans. Yeah. Okay. The other one is President Ronald Reagan's Attorney General Ed Meese advised all employees to spy on workers in locker rooms, parking lots, shipping, and mail, mail room areas, and even the nearby taverns to catch them using drugs. That's so fucked up. Fuck the government. Just joking. Go again. Okay, tell them to stop. Stop! Would you rather uh, fill a large pail with beach sand using only your mouth Okay. or chew and swallow one pound of raw seaweed or kelp? First one. Hands down. Yeah? Yeah. What's wrong? Oh. I guess your saliva would make the sand turn into like, like mushy kind of thing. And it would stick to your mouth. I feel like sand... I don't like when seaweed or kelp floats by me in the water, so... Yeah, 
That's... Ew, and to like chew on seaweed, it might have like dead fish in it. And where is the seaweed from? Is it from like Lake Ontario or is it from Aruba? I feel like ever since you <laughs> became the co-host of the show, you've gotten far more sassier. No. Yeah. <laughs> Which is good. You have to have a lot of sass right. to be co-host. Well, I'm going to say, what if you take a big thing of sand in your mouth and there's like a fucking crab walking around Ew, and it comes pinchies. out. Oh, only you would have a pinchies. Did I ever tell the time I got pinched by a crab in Aruba? Can I ever tell you that time John didn't get pinched by a crab in Aruba? Did I ever tell you about the time we were in the beach in the water and a little fish swam by? Like, this it, thing's 10 feet tall. It was tall. so big, that fish. You have no idea. It was like a giant swordfish. You know in The Little Mermaid? When yes. Ur- the cartoon one, when Ursula has those two eels. Okay. That's how big the giant fish was that swam by me in the most shallow water ever. All Just right. saying. We're, well. The non-existent pinching crab or the giant fish eel that went by me. You let us know what you thought was worse. The fish eel. <laughs> Guy, I got stabbed, stung, and like thrown over. Have you ever been stung by a jellyfish? Yeah. When? I don't know. I felt compelled to say yeah. <laughs> Listen, you. One of the things found in the lungs of those who drown at the beach is <gasps> sand. Oh. <laughs> what do you think I was going to say? Jellyfish. <laughs> One of the ingredients in ice cream is... Jellyfish. Seaweed. Oops. Is it? That's what the... Oh, I lost the page, but that's what the, the fact was. We should ask the Baskin-Robbins people. We should. Oh, man, we should have gotten Baskin-Robbins ice cream while we were outside. God damn it. Ah. Let's do one more, and then, I'm, and then we'll stop. Tell okay. me when to stop. Stop. Okay. Would you rather yeah. have to slurp the spittle out of the instruments of a brass section uh, of an orchestra after a performance? Gross. Or have to chew uh, the gum stuck to the bottom of every seat in a movie theater? That is disgusting. The saliva. Either way, you're getting some friggin' like oral disease. Yeah, that is disgusting. That's what about you? That that one is pretty tough. I think I would take the saliva. Because especially because like other shit might be under the seat. Yeah, there might be like fucking pubes stuck. Okay, <laughs> pops melon, mom's melon. That's not bad. John is the grossest person on this podcast, hands down, and he's the one who peer pressures us into saying gross shit. I peer pressure you. Yeah. You picked that one question Which that one? I refuse to repeat. Anyways, you fucking would want somebody's <laughs> head and like freak out and somebody. What? <laughs> You want me to monkey I will take that monkey and I will him up his monkey asshole. We might have to just end this podcast because I just stopped the save and you said something very weird that I will not ask you to repeat. Now you look like a flower child. Has all this power just gone to your head right now? I'm so sleepy. Well, we'll do a couple more things and we'll end this thing. Uh, let's end this with, well, okay, we just mentioned Pops Mallon a second ago. Yes. This is coming out on Tuesday, well, this is actually going to come out on Monday, June 2nd. Yes. And Monday, June 2nd is Pops Mallon's birthday. Happy birthday! So, let's all just wish him a very happy birthday. Like that. He has been the biggest supporter of the Live 605 podcast. Mate. I don't know if he supports it anymore with all the choice language we've been using. We, a couple. don't put pre- me into that, herd. Listen, 
You said the M word. I said the C word. I read the M word. Your That's dad true. bought said book. And just to be clear, you said M word, not N word. Oops. <laughs> no, you, no, you said M word, but it sounded like N word. Anyways. <laughs> uh, shout out to him. Uh, he's coming down at the end of the month. We're going to do a baseball guys mm-hmm. weekend. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're really looking forward to it. So that should be good. What else is on tap this week? Uh, this week we have the Roots concert. Ooh, and I got tickets to the field trip tour, VIP passes. What is the field trip tour for those of people out there who don't know what that is? There's a bunch of people on the are on the set list, like Interpol, Huron, Lake, or Lord Huron. Yeah. And then, who else is on it? Broken Social Scene. Broken Social Scene, the Constantines. Who else is on it? So many people. I don't remember. Yeah, those. That's just kind of the tip of the iceberg, right there. Though. Yeah, but it's pretty badass. And so it's been a it's been a long month. And uh, my dear friend Ash, check out Ox Magazine. Um, download it. It's free. It's fantastic. So my friend Ash, who's the editor of it, uh, she hooked me up because her and I have been tag teaming some new revamps on the Ox website. Oh, very nice. Mm-hmm. That's cool. I love. Uh, I get. I download the Ox Magazine. Oh, Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Drop. Phone. I download the uh, Ox uh, magazine every month. And nice. I like the one that was a few months back with Schoolboy Q. Yeah. That one was good. And uh, yeah, it's always uh, really insightful, very cool stuff. Nice. Uh, what was I going to say? So we got that. The Roots I'm looking forward to Saturday night. We saw them a few years ago. They were fantastic. Amazing. That should be very good. Uh, we also had a fun Thursday night this past week. Oh, yeah. Week. We went. Okay. So I got to say, hold the phone. Thursday, we're like, we're going to go out, and every day for the past, some guy walks really loud. I know. Um, every day for the past, like, three years of John and I living together, I think, unless you had a dentist appointment, I have always left before you for work. <laughs> Correct? Yeah. So, I always get ready, and usually, up until this year, I would say, you're always in bed. But now this year, you're like woken up, you're actively walking around the apartment. I don't know where this is going. You see what I'm wearing, and then you you lock the door. Yes. Okay, so you saw what I was wearing on Thursday. All right, okay. yes, yes. We go and meet our friends at the ballroom, which is, actually I've never been in the ballroom, so that was the first time. Yeah. Um, at John and Richmond, and usually because when we've tried to go, it's for like 21-year-old frosh kids, I yeah. think. And it's always like the lineup's too huge or we're too wasted to care. So then we finally got in there to go watch the baseball and the hockey game. Do I not see John after, you know, it's been about eight hours, nine hours since I've seen John last. And is he not wearing the exact same thing as me? Right. First of all, I don't, I, don't, I don't even know where to take this one. But Take it to your fucking closet and find something else to wear. Listen, we'll post this picture. Okay. You be the judge. I was wearing... Okay, I've had to do interviews uh, the past three days, so I try and walk the fine line between looking chill and slightly corporate, right? Just so it's like, take me seriously, right? And so I'm wearing like a blue jean dress shirt. It's the jean on jean, but I got many a compliment of like, oh, you're rocking it. So it's like two-tone jean and like my new boat shoes from New York. You, sir. Well, first of all, imitation is the sincerest form of flattery. Okay. Um, well, and it should be as you did it two days in a row. <laughs> listen, there, there's a couple things Go. here. So, yeah, I liked your outfit, and mm-hmm. I was like, I want to rock the same thing. So I got my 
denim jeans on. I got my denim button-up shirt on. And I think I was wa- rocking my boat shoes as well, to be honest with you. So, the beautiful thing is, mm-hmm. we are not the same. <laughs> we are on Martian? Yeah. This is the best thing. Being an interracial couple, yeah. we could wear the exact same outfit. Yeah. Even, like, we could wear the same Blue Jays outfit and we wouldn't like this exact same. No, it's true. Although, yesterday Sean made that one point where you and I are in each other's heads too much. Yeah, but that's just called being in sync. Yeah, that's fair. That makes for good podcasting. That's true. Okay, but either way, you wore the same thing to me as me to the ballroom. We ended up hanging out there till about 11. Yeah, I did see your style, though. You totally bit my style. And I, I thought I was going to come home first, but no, then I didn't, so. clearly did not. So then, either way, come Saturday, I again get ready first, right? <laughs> I get ready first. And I'm like, hey, I'm wearing, I guess it's like a baseball tee. So it's like the two-tone t-shirts. What are you talking about yesterday? Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, I'm wearing the two-tone t-shirt. So it's like regular jeans, like <laughs> like wash blue jeans and this gray jersey baseball tee. So it's like the dark gray shoulders and the light gray middle. And so I go get ready, put my sunglasses on. John's like, okay, I'm ready. And he's wearing the exact same thing as me again. You're wearing it's, your jeans. I'm wearing my jeans with my baseball shirt, but mine was purple on purple. <laughs> so it's like... I liked your outfit. Why are you dressing the same as me? Listen, not one person came up to us that day and was like, damn, man, you're wearing like the exact same thing. Ferris? Well, that was at the ballroom, yeah, but not yesterday. Uh, who came up to us yesterday? No, nobody did. Oh, okay. It's Do you want to wear a flower headband as well? Yeah, I do. <laughs> I like things in my head. <laughs> On your head. Oops. <laughs> so, uh, either so, way, John's did, been copying my styles all this week, but now that it's you're true. also the same person who claims a baby that is a year and a half old cops your style as well. Uh, so ben I don't know if we can validate your opinions okay, here. Okay, I like to point out that even when Ben was born, my brother Brandon said that Ben completely. Reminds him of me when I was a baby. Okay. Okay. Just saying, all my swag and all my like idiosyncrasy moves or whatever the hell that word is, he totally does the same things as me. I'm just saying. Okay. He might be one and a half, but that kid is caught like totally ripping my shit. (laughs) He's on your shit. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So. Thursday was a lot of fun. It was like a belated birthday dinner Mm. for me again. I think it was the the end to all that is John. It was you, me, Ferris, Sean, mm-hmm. and Nikki who all went out. Yeah. And it was very nice, good times. We went, it was originally supposed to be a Mexican restaurant. Then I kind of vetoed Dex. I'm like, I don't want to go to Mexican. Mm-hmm. And then Sean vetoed Dex. He wanted to watch the Montreal games. We made it to the ballroom. Yeah. We wanted to go to Little Italy. Yeah. Uh, but it was a lot of fun. Like, I felt bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, Montreal I lost. did not feel bad. No. I, hey, if there's anyone out there in Montreal listening, I just I feel bad them. for Montreal citizens. But yeah. I don't feel bad because I did not want the Habs to go through. Nah, I like we like New York Rangers yeah. anyways. Uh, it was also, sadly enough, the Jays lost their first I game know. in like 10 days. That was kind of sad. So I, I did feel, at first I was like, oh, good, Montreal lost. But yeah. then I was like, I'm so upset. Ottawa or Toronto lost their first game. They've won 10 in a row and I'm upset. Yeah. Oh, Sean must be pretty upset. Montreal just lost, like, making it to the Stanley Cup. So I'm like, <laughs> oh, he probably feels bad too, so... <laughs> He's not listening to this, so we can exactly. say that. Um, that was a lot of... 
fun. I don't know. I, I, I think like I was like, that. the weird part was, is that like I had interviews the next morning at nine yeah. and we put back like one beer, two glasses of sangria. And I was just like, I am so tired. I just need this week to end, which I think amounted in us buying all those impromptu tickets to Europe. That is true. Right? Yeah. So, no, this is a valid. Wait, I have yeah. to say my valid point first before I get this thing. Fact. Do not go out the night before you have to do interviews and drink your weight in sangria. It's a not smart thing to do. That is a valid point. Girl, you know that's a valid point. That's a good valid point. Good stuff. Done. Um, did you ever watch the show Beyond Belief Fact or Fiction? No. It's a good show. Is that Ripley's Believe It or Not? No, Beyond Belief. Well, cause oh, so did you hear the news? The band O Town. Do you remember them? Yeah. They're the original. Yeah, the original making the band. One guy's not in it though. Yeah, cause you heard they came, they yeah. came back. So it made me think. I used to watch the original making the band, uh, with my little sister Katie back. I think it came out in like '98 or something '99. Mm-hmm. But I remember the only two shows she and I would watch together came on like one after the other. It was. Making the band and then uh, fact or fiction. Okay. No, beyond belief, fact or fiction. Okay. And it made me. I think this was yesterday. I looked up. I'm like, oh, I forgot about beyond belief, fact or fiction. I looked up and I watched like part of it on YouTube. Oh, word. It's a show basically where they have four different storylines mm-hmm. and it's like this creepy old guy's like, many stories happen and you never know if they're true or not. Here are four crazy stories and at the end of the show you decide are they fact or fiction. Ooh. So are it's we like, playing that game now? No, I was just telling them oh, about the okay. show. That would be good, but uh, maybe I'll I'll watch them and then mm-hmm. I'll I'll tell the story next time and you say if it's mm-hmm. fact or fiction. But it's like creepy ghost stories or cre- like weird like gangster things. You have to decide if it's true or false. And so uh, Katie and I would watch and we'd always like guess. Okay. And I remember I never ever got one wrong. Okay, so I have a story. Okay. Coming to our European voyage, is this fact or fiction? Okay. There was one time when we were, the third time we went to Amsterdam, and we were so super tossed off our, oh, me, Miranda, and Kathleen, I believe, and or it might have been me, Miranda, and Henry, I can't remember, but we were there, it was me and Miranda in some configuration of somebody else, and, um, what you recall it, we were there, and everybody got so tossed on drinks. Uh, drinks and drinks solid drinks and um at one point i got so thirsty mm-hmm. from these drinks yeah. that i ended up going to a barn in amsterdam and drinking out of a horse trough true or false i'm gonna guess true because that'd be too ridiculous not to be <laughs> True. <laughs> true. It's also true because you started off as this one time me and Miranda got so true. Okay, so there's been a lot of censorship on this episode. Very much so. There is a podcast called Fitz Dog Radio, mm-hmm. and the guy who says my name at the start of the show, John Mallon, yeah. he's a comedian, podcaster, Greg Fitzsimmons. Mm-hmm. He has a game called... Uh, Two lies and a truth. Okay. Where you tell three stories yeah. and two of them are lies, one of them's a truth, and you have to get the person has to guess if which one's a true story. Okay. So I'm trying to think. Do you have any? Yeah, let me see if I can think of. Let me tell two stories, and you have to tell me which one's real and which one's fake. Okay. Um, but let me think about that for a second. Um, 
Do you have anything else that happened that you want to talk uh, about real quick? We're going to end this in a couple minutes anyways. Two lies and the truth. Yeah, or if you have any stories. So if you told that story about the drinking from the trough and then had another story, mm-hmm. I'd have to guess which one's true. Okay. So I'm trying to think. Everyone bear with us right now. What is a good story for us to talk about as I'm stalling right now? Um, do you have anything? I have a ton, but I don't want to have to censor them, so I'm not going to say them. Okay, well, we'll save this for another yeah. time. Right. I got nothing else for this podcast. Should we just end this shit? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what that was. <laughs> right. I'm sleepy now. I'm so tired. Yeah, this is this was a good podcast. I think it was a lot of fun. We had, again, it was just all this shit that happened to us this past week. Mm-hmm. I'm sure the next week will be super busy. What's that one episode you want to do again? That's the, a long hair you got. The best. Yeah, I know. Uh, top ten ones. Oh, P.S. Your ad is coming down oh. this week. I got a notice in my email saying what? that it ends if we wanted to renew it. Right? So I think friends, listeners of Toronto, thank you for supporting the ad campaign for John at College Station. Continue to download and support the podcast, but it's been an awesome two-week ride so far. Yeah, thanks to all the brand new fans we got out there who started mm-hmm. downloading based on the College Subway system. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's been like a big, uh, big amount of people who downloaded it. Mm-hmm. So shout out to everybody. And to all those new listeners, just tell a friend, family member, or friend of me, and uh, we'll keep this going. And I hope you guys are liking it so far. I hope it was worth the download, which I think mm-hmm. it uh, definitely was, as you can tell from this episode. And I think that's all the notes I got for this week. Mm-hmm. Do you want to get into the band of the week this week? Who is it? Let me get out my trusty phone. Mm-hmm. So I just discovered them. There's uh, one of my favorite websites to go to for music. It's called neongoldrecords.com. Mm-hmm. And it's a record label and like St. Lucia's on there. Uh, mm-hmm. So I just go there because they always post like great new music that they have. Okay. So I discovered this band called Tiny Victors. Okay. Oh shit, or is it Tiny Victories? I think it's Tiny Victories, my phone. Okay. So they're called Tiny Victories. It's like Tiny Vickers. Is that like Tiny Priests? What's Tiny Priests? Vicar. Vicar Potty. Right, right, right. <laughs> so they have an album coming out called Haunts. It comes out on June 10th. And it's actually, there's another band I like called Magic Men. Mm-hmm. And I haven't made them, fuck, I should have made them the band this week, this week. Oh, well. They ha- Magic Men are awesome. They're kind of like, Popish, like St. Lucia, Heim type mm-hmm. music, right? And their album comes out in June, their new album, their first ever album. And then I discovered this band, Tiny Victories, the song I'm going to make. One of the members of Magic Man produced the song. Oh, nice. So the song is called Systems, mm-hmm. and it's just like that fun summertime kind of pop indie dance type music. Okay. And I just discovered this this week. So, like I said, Tiny Victory's new album comes out on June 10th, so make sure you guys get that on iTunes. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, the song's called Systems, so should we get into it? Let's do it. So this is Systems by Tiny Victories. And as always, many ways to get in contact. You can't go anywhere just oh, yet. Oops. You're here to the end now. <laughs> See, as a co-host, you can't just get up during the uh, Band of the Week Bye. goodbye. So, because you want me to pimp your Twitter? <laughs> Facebook.com slash live605. From there, follow us on Twitter. I'm at Mountain Camp. You're at... Valgomez. 23. 23 with a Z. Uh, live605.podomatic.com. Hit the PayPal button like a friend, Kenny in Boston, to support the podcast. 
and follow us on Instagram and Vine. We're both at Malencamp and Val Gomez 23. So that's it. Uh, until next week, I'm your podcaster, John. I am Val. Be easy. Arriba Dirty. <laughs>